That's it. You've made it. You're welcome. It's the Invest Well Show. You're like, what the heck is going on here? Is this the Invest Well? Yeah, it is. Michael Wall here joining live in studio with Mr. Randy Cook. And uh, Randy, we're talking about, you know, we're coming up to uh, tax season here. Oh, yeah. So we wanted to talk a little bit about that to kind of ease your pain. If you're in a place where you're like, ah, I hate taxes. What can I do? How can I reduce it? Whatever. Well, that's what we're going to talk about on this show. What are some things you can strategically do? We're also going to weigh in a little bit, obviously, because this show weighs in on investments and talking about markets as they are now. What do we what do we see? What are we looking at? And uh, some little kind of market projections you know, we, we were in a situation where if earnings, as, as they're coming out, continue to come out, worst earnings potential in years, could it trip up the market? What does that look like? And how would that actually infect your investments? Not infect, <laughs> but affect. <laughs> I might infect you. might have had it right Randy, the first know. time, yeah. <laughs> we got a little funny coming out to you. Also, a little advice from Ron Swanson. If you've ever heard of Ron in Parks and Recreation, you got a little clip that you're going to love about how to organize, or say, should I say, how to not organize your financial life uh, or your tax life. And always, we got to start out, give a little shout out to Wall Private Wealth, Wall Wealth Management. Those are companies that actually I have started 18 years ago, and we've been in the game of just helping families protect, grow, and reduce taxes on their wealth. So if you're like, you know what, I want a little deeper dive, I want some more information, I'd like to read some more uh, details. I've got some articles on there, some videos on there, and some other things in general. Go to Lean on the Wall, just as it sounds, leanonthewall.com. All right, well, Randy, let's jump in because, uh, man, we're right there. There's people probably listening to this show with their, you know, with their uh, pouty rag. They're crying. They're tears. They're sopping up their tears. <laughs> I had to pay all this money and tell, oh, my goodness, you know, and they're saying, geez, I got all these big companies that are making billions of dollars in revenue and paying nothing in taxes. How does that happen? <laughs> and that's a good question. We'll talk a little bit about that as well. But Randy, I know that you threw your rag away because your tax season, you're done. I am done. I absolutely am done. I'm paying less than I did last year. Like I said, last show, build yep. the wall, give me a red hat. I'm in, baby. I am all <laughs> about it. Make taxes great again. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So the question is, as you're navigating tax season, and, and you're kind of getting ready for tax season. You know, a lot of people file on April 15th, which is a fine thing. You can certainly do that. Uh, but a lot of people get ex- get a little bit uneasy if they're like, oh, my goodness, I got to get all this stuff in. I don't have time. I don't have time. I don't have time. And I want to I encourage you in the fact that you can extend your taxes. So if you're talking with your tax preparer, one of the things that you can talk about doing is actually extending your taxes as well. That'll give you a little bit more time give you a little bit more freedom. The other benefit to that also, you may not have thought about this because a lot of you might just say, hey, I'd like to get this done by the 15th. But you got to know that your tax preparer or the, or the ones doing your actual tax return, they are jam-packed, full, 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 working on full throttle from basically January to April 15th. And so one of the things that can happen in that interim, and I just wanted to give, kind of give you a little tidbit, my experience along the way, is sometimes there can be some things, some advantages, some some opportunities, some tax deductions that could be missed flat out just simply because of the fact that your tax preparer is going at a significantly fast pace because it's busy, busy season. So one of the benefits of extending your taxes, not only does it give you more time, you know, the corporate deadline and personal deadline is more closer to the fall of, of the year, which is September 15th and October 15th, but it also gives 
you the ability to actually sit back down with your tax preparer and CPA in a time where they are not so overly stressed from other tax returns. And Randy, I think that's something that a lot of people don't think about. They just think, I'll get it done by the 15th, and I got to get it done by the 15th, and that's it. And yeah, there's nothing wrong with that, but you can actually, because your preparer is being so overworked, miss out on some things just naturally because they're busy. And you can sit around a table with, you know, your spouse and you can start to go through all of those receipts. And sometimes you, you try to get away with just a little bit more than what you should. You know, here's here's Ron Swanson on Parks and Rec sitting around doing exactly that. So we need to find proof of every tax deduction I've taken in the last five years. Ron, most of these aren't even receipts. This one says, I bought supplies, 2007. You won't find any bank statements either. I've heavily invested in gold, which I've buried in several different locations around Pawnee. Or have I? (laughs) (laughs) See, don't do Uh, last-minute work. Don't do last-minute work. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it reminds me of uh, Dumb and Dumber. You know, remember that that Dumb and Dumber show? And, And they were there. And he's got this, he buys this Lamborghini, buys this Lamborghini. He's like, hey, this is uh, for a 260 or whatever it was, $1,000 IOU. You're going to want to hang on to that one. <laughs> That's a big one. So, I mean, yeah, obviously you want to organize your life and you want to make sure that you're getting the right advice as you're organizing your life. You know, there's a lot of things in a tax code that you can, you can do. So what are some steps that you can take? I want to give you some kind of prudent steps here that you can take in finding the right tax prepare or finding the right CPA and helping you on the journey. So first off, if you're in a place where you connect with your CPA and you sit down with them, again, we were kind of talking about making some tax freedom and making your tax life simpler. You sit down with that tax preparer. And if what you do and your conversation with them is, hey, here's what I made last year and here's what I spent last year. And they take that information and they put it into different boxes and then they come back with, here's what you owe or here's what you're getting back. And that's pretty much the process. But they're not really taking time to sit down, ask you questions, understand a little bit about what you're spending, what you're spending it on, why you're spending it on that. And if they're not taking that time, you're in a situation where you probably need a little bit more of a deeper dive. Now, if you're if a younger person and you're not making a lot of money every year and you're just working for a company and you're getting a W-2, which is what the a company will send you. So when you work somewhere, right, and you work for an employer and that pay that you get every two weeks or every month or every week or however you get paid, that pay that you get is is typically coming in the format at the end. They'll send you a form at the end of the year called a W-2. And the employer has already had uh, in your payroll, they've already had your taxes that you would have owed on that pay throughout the year. That's been withheld. So that's already gone to the government. They've maybe withheld other things as well, local, federal, et cetera, state, depending on what state you live in. So your tax return is really pretty simple. I mean, you could pretty much do TurboTax, pretty simple, call it a day and you're done. But if you own a company and maybe you even own multiple companies and you're paying yourself not just from the perspective of income, you know, and a salary that you're paying yourself from the company, but you might be receiving distributions. You might be getting some type of rent if you own the if you own a building or the buildings that you're, you're renting from. You might be doing some other things in general inside of your uh, structure that makes it a little bit more complicated. And so the first thing I want to do is I really want to challenge you, depending on your situation, if it is more complex, a lot of the people that in my life that we've worked with on the financial side, their world is a little bit more complex. And so what they need to do is they need to sit down with someone that can help them in, in, a, in an outside-the-box process. I'll give you an example, Randy. I was actually talking with a client 
They've been clients for some time now, and they had a company that they had set up a long time ago. And that company's structure, the way the structure was set up, it was set up as a C-corporation. Okay, obviously, you know, there's C-corps, there's sub-S's, there's LLC's, and there's some other uh, different with sole proprietors, other ways to set up your business. He was set up as a C-corp. And one of the disadvantages, so what he was doing is he was basically uh, paying himself money, uh, paying himself a pretty high salary, but then at the end of the year, taking a, um, a kind of a bonus out to then pay their taxes. And one of the disadvantages with a C-corp is your money can actually be double taxed. Now, there are some advantages of a C-Corp, but one of the disadvantages is your money sometimes can be double taxed, depending on how it's coming out. And that's one of the things that we talked about. And I said, well, geez, you know, the way our structure's set up, we're set up as a sub S, so that way I can take an income, but then based on, you know, it's got to be a fair and reasonable income based on your market and based on the job that you have, the job title, et cetera. But then I can take additional monies out and I can take it out as a distribution. Well, the benefit to the distribution is it's not taxed at the same rate because it does not have taxation from the Medicare and Social Security tax. Well, that's a very, very important thing. Uh, also, what happens is I'm in a situation where as an employee, you know, up to a certain amount of money as a business owner, I, I own the business and I'm the employee as well. I have other employees also, but I'm in a place where my company pays half and a lot of people, if you're employed at a company, you may not know this, but your company actually pays half of your Medicare and Social Security tax. Now, I'm going into the weeds here for a minute, but I wanna, I'm basically sharing all this to say, if you are a business owner and you are in a situation where you're making a decent amount of revenue, you want to make sure that you're sitting down and really talking through how are my deductions being accounted for? What are some other things that I can bring to the table? And the other thing you want to make sure is that your tax preparer or CPA, et cetera, is thinking outside the box. What other things have they brought to you? In other words, if you're, if you're meeting with your tax preparer or CPA every year, and pretty much every year they're not really bringing you any new ideas, then you need to really think about, number one, asking them some questions to say, what else can I do? And potentially, number two, looking for a second opinion in your tax preparation and tax filing work. Why? Well, because I think we all know the taxes don't stay the same. The code changes. Randy, we talk a lot about golf on this show with you going out and hitting the golf club. Mm -hmm. Just as you're hitting the ball off the tee, when you hit it out there 400 yards uh, or 450 yards or 500 yards, if you're playing at the mile high courses, mm -hmm. which is usual for you, I know. <laughs> um, the point is, is you're out there in the fairway. You're not going to use the same driver to get to the green. That's true. You use different clubs for different purposes. Yeah, and the point is, is because you're going to play different holes, different courses, and, 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 and when you play different courses and different holes, it's going to require a different type of game sometimes, course to course. Would you agree with that, Randy? Uh, I think it is. A different kind of strategy. Yeah, course management. Absolutely. Yeah, so you got to be looking at that, and when you think about your taxes, you know, these tax structures, these laws, these codes, they change year over year. There's some tax structures and tax codes right now that are starting to be implemented, like, for example, with cap opportunity zones and things like that in 2019 that are great tax opportunities. So if you're out there and you're listening to this and you're like, hey, I have some appreciated property, in other words, property real estate that's increased in value. I have some appreciated stocks. 
stock that has increased in value, or I even have a company that I want to sell, but I'm worried on all three of those things, depending on which one you have, or maybe you have all three, I'm worried about paying the capital gains tax. Well, there are some new initiatives with the Trump tax code that is now starting to be implemented now in 2019 that you can take advantage of investing in actual opportunity zones, which will give you the ability to take that capital gains money, reinvest it. And it doesn't even have to be all of it, but reinvest it into other investments where you can literally grow that money over a 10-year period and that money grows 100% tax-free. You know, Michael, now, Randy, you still got to pay your taxes, cap gains taxes, but it doesn't happen until 2026, and it's only on the capital gain amount currently. One that's, of the th- that's a big deal, Randy. One of the things that occurs to me as you're going through all of this, Michael, is, you know, for those people who follow the podcast, you know, you have multiple podcasts here, Michael. And one of them is uh, just recently you talked about having a team of people around you to inspire yeah. you to higher heights. And when I think about that financially, you should have a person who is a CPA, a tax expert on your side, but at the same time, a financial person in your corner as well, because the two should be talking. Because as I'm looking at the news right now, I'm thinking about this, you know, the required minimum distribution. Right now, they're thinking about kicking it from age 70 and a half to age 72. Now, if your tax preparer isn't up on that, your financial advisor will be. And those are strategies that you should should know. Yeah, absolutely should be. should be. (laughs) He should be. Yeah. Well, no, you're exactly right. I mean, really what it comes down to is it becomes having a proactive approach versus a reactive approach. You know, that's something that we talk a lot around here in Wall Private Wealth, the firm, is we talked about, hey, listen, we're going to be proactive in the process. And that's why some of these strategies that I'm talking to you about as far as opportunity zones, I've already gone out and done a lot of research before they even came to market, Randy. Mm Mm-hmm. And the reason that I did that is because I wanted to be prepared in advance so that way when we're relaying these opportunities, uh, the folks that are listening to us on the show, the folks that are, you know, we're working with at the firm are in a place where they're like, okay, this isn't the first time I've heard about this. And uh, now that he's had some time to research some things, here's how they work and here's what happens. So those are some practical tips to help you in your tax structure, making sure you're getting the right CPA, making sure you're getting a second opinion, making sure they're up on all of these things that Randy just talked about. Hey, if the RMD age is moving from 70 to 70 and a, 70 and a half to 72, what does that mean? How does that work for you? Does that make, make a change in how your investments are structured? Because remember, it's not just about how much you make, Randy. It's how much you keep. That's exactly right. You got to keep your money and you want to be a little more organized than Mr. Swanson. (laughs) 2007, I bought X, right? Okay. You want to be a little more organized than that. So make sure you're aware of that, what's happening in the process. All right. I want to transition a little bit, just real quick and talk about money, talk about investments, talking about markets. We talked about earning seasons and this is critical information uh, for what's happening. You know, the market, uh, the day that we're shooting this video right now or shooting this podcast, I got so many things that we produce, Randy. I was like, what are we shooting here? I don't know. <laughs> we're not shooting a deer. I know that. Okay. <laughs> but the Dow at the moment that I'm actually recording this, which is uh, Monday, April 8th at about noon time, the Dow right now is down about 130 points. So the question is, what does that actually mean? What does it earn? What does it mean with earnings? What does it mean with all of these headlines that comes out? We got to remember we are still in the longest bull run in history, so don't forget that. We also have to remember that the markets were just tested 
a couple of weeks back and, and even about a week or so back with, with kind of going against and getting back close to our all-time high, which was back in September, October of 2018. We did not get back to that high, and we fell back down. I think that causes, in my opinion, a room for us to be cautious right now with our investments and not just go gangbusters, but be a little bit cautious because at the end of the day, one of the things that we got to know when we look at investments is if you lose 30 or 40%, if you lose 30%, you're going to make 43% just to get back to even. So being cautious with your investments in this season makes a lot of sense. Now, we're obviously talking future podcasts on what we see some opportunities that exist, et cetera. But right now, I'm going to challenge folks to be a little bit cautious, Randy. So those are some thoughts here for this show. We wanted to talk about taxes. Randy, I'm going to give you the, the second to last word. <laughs> <laughs> so is there anything else you wanted to share that I didn't touch on that you think is important I, I for our listeners? I think it's important to recognize that many times, and you've said this, Michael, in the past, that tax people, tax preparers, there's a difference between a tax preparer and a forward-thinking tax person. Tax people many times are just historians. What happened last year? Here's your numbers. Here's where you are. To have somebody on your team who is looking forward, so saying, how are we going to save you money in taxes next year and the years beyond, I think is a vital person for your team. Yeah, that's it. that is important. And you got to be willing to make decisions in life. I mean, it's like anything else. You know, the word says, the Bible, it says a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. So the question is, if you're in a place where you're like, well, I think I'm doing okay, but I'm not sure. I wish I could do better. I don't know. But you're not taking any steps or action to check that out. Then uh, you're going to be in a situation where you're going to walk through life unstable. I'm going to challenge you. I'm going to give you a little challenge here in the show. I don't do it all the time. But one of the things that we offer at our firm is a complimentary uh, second opinion where we dive deep and really do a deep analysis on what you're currently doing, not only with your financial structure, we also look at your tax structure. A lot of the folks that come in bring their tax returns, they bring their financial statements, so we can look at everything and see what they're doing. And then what it does is it gives us the ability to really understand uh, from analysis what's currently happening and ways that can be improved. And then oftentimes we'll end up engineering a portfolio that will often result in reduced risk, so reducing risk significantly, and, and oftentimes increasing opportunity as well as tax reduction along the way. So if you're in a place where you feel like you don't really have a well-rounded plan, regardless of where you are as you're listening to this, reach out to the team at leanonthewall.com. Again, leanonthewall.com. Or you can send us an email to info, I-N-F-O, at leanonthewall.com and just say review or free review or whatever you want to say. And we will be certainly happy to do that. We can set up a, a quick call, 10, 15 minutes after we take a look at what you got and say, hey, here's what we think. Here's what we're seeing. Here's where we see some opportunities being missed and some ways that this could potentially be improved as well. So take advantage of that. Get yourself in a place where you have a stronger footing for your future. Again, you can just go to leanonthewall.com. And hey, listen. Thanks so much for tuning in, dialing into this show. If you want motivation and encouragement in your life, as always, you can go and subscribe to Michael Wall Show. That is just straight motivation, encouragement, great guests from all over the world weighing in on a variety of different topics so we can live on purpose and live with purpose. Again, thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you next show. See you soon.
Michael Wall is an investment advisor representative of Wall Private Wealth, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Michael Wall is licensed in your state, please call 888-511-9255. Wall Private Wealth is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Michael Wall. NPN Insurance License Number 7330010. The S&P 500 Index is a market capitalization weighted index of 500 widely held stocks often used as a proxy for the stock market.